Hi, I'm Shane. And I'm Holly. And this is Don't Be Sorry. Welcome back to Don't Be Sorry, where we use comedy as a coping mechanism. We started this podcast with no specific intentions, but to have a space and a voice to connect with our communities and listeners through our experiences. As a disclaimer, we are not experts in any field, but have more opinions than we should and would love to share them with you. It feels like the nighttime forever now. Daylight savings. Hello, everybody. Gosh. Yeah, we're getting that hour. We get to sleep a little bit more and suck a little bit more dick. <laughs> just a little bit more. <laughs> oh, you're like, I immediately regret what I just said. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Yeah, we are. I Okay. I just really want to explain, explain to everyone who's listening how in sync we are because literally we're, we both have our periods right now and we're both making pot roasts. <laughs> it's so crazy and like i mean we live so far apart like it just blows my mind yeah we're on a different level and i think it's great too it's like a level of um comfort and connection with everything that's going on it's like okay the little things are kind of getting us through right now and i think that it's really really important um just to start out we want to say i love being what i was just gonna say i love being synced up to you i'd rather not i'd happy i would i'm happy that i'm synced up to you (laughs) You too, baby. You too. Thank you, girl. Yeah, it's nice. It feels, Anyways. It, but it also it also feels like I'm not that far away. You know what I mean? I think that exactly. us, us doing this every week has been really helpful for not only our friendship, but I think our, our, our mental, you know? So I'm ha- all happy about it. Uh, but on that note, you know, we want to go over a lot of things that we've been trying to do and, well, successfully doing the last week or so. Um, we've gotten together for everyone who's listening that we've gotten together and really wanted to find more structure in the way that we record. Um, so we created some episode outlines and we are, our goal here is to make sure that there is something that is consistent and reliable. You kind of know what you're getting. Obviously Holly and I have our own banter. Um, but we've made a lot of changes to our website um, if you're curious about that, please visit it at don'tbesorrypodcast.com. But we added some pages for another segment that we're going to talk about earlier on where we would love more community and um, listener interaction. We want to know what you guys are thinking. We want to know your opinions, stories, anything you want. We'll go over the topics later when we get to that that uh, section. But But the segment that we will have every week is called What the Hell? Uh, just a little quirky thing. I but am so excited. Me too. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And we want to hear everyone's experiences. And obviously it can just be a place to have your voice heard, but we would love for anyone who's listening, if they really want to talk about something, we would love to be a voice for you guys. And we think that it would be super fun and just, you know, interaction in general is what we're really, really excited for. Um, we, like I said, we're making updates to our page. Our big goal is to change our About Us page because the last time we wrote it was about two years ago and a lot of things have yeah. changed. Uh, we definitely need to get a better picture of us because we have also... Uh, th- we have changed. Changed. Yeah, we have evolved quite a bit. And I think that 
these new updates to our podcast, our website, our photos are going to be way more representative of who we are and what our purpose is when it comes to the podcast. So I'm super stoked. Um, and we're just going to do a little update, a little upgrade. Yeah, a little upgrade. And it's it's really fun. It's been a really fun project to kind of put our time and our energy into this because we're creating something that we both love to spend our time on. And it's just been really fun. But It has been fun. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for the future. And I can't wait to, like, you know, have a space where, you know, like, everybody that goes through different stuff and everybody that has, like, fun jokes, you know, we can all kind of put it in a little pile and then everybody can learn from everybody because we love the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that it's going to be really cool to, like you said, everyone can learn from everybody. And, you know, if if we have the opportunity to share experiences, because a lot of people, I was talking about this with Patty today, I said this segment is going to be really cool because a lot of people don't have a platform and don't have the comfort enough to speak about these stories, you know, whatever it may be, to their friends or family or their own communities. And like if if we can be that voice, then we would love to do that. And I think that that would be a great um, addition to our regular schedule. Like that's a really cool thing to be a part of. Um and we also have some... We're natural born leaders. <laughs> leaders. Slightly leaders. slightly therap- therapized therapists, <laughs> in a way. Therapy, therapy, therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Holly had a really good idea. Uh, and I can't wait to, to, for, to like, for it to like roll out. But anyway, go ahead, Holly. I'm so excited. I don't... Okay, so I like... I need... I like creative stuff. And I also like clothes and stuff so i was thinking that may or we were both thinking but i kind of want to make some merchy poo i think that it would be really nice to make like um i'm thinking about doing like a little beanie or a little sweatshirt and the cool thing about it is or you know and a t-shirt or i'm not sure yet but um that's gonna be happening soon because i want to i want it for myself to be honest with you i just want to walk around and i want to have that kind of like um, you know, the logo. Like and representation. I don't know, yeah. You even Yeah, and you even said too, like, I've never really thought about it, but it would be kinda cool to have a shirt that says don't be sorry. Because also, yeah, you know like, what I mean? Do you yeah, think, like, like walking on the street and like I've seen so many great hat and shirt ideas. We've already talked about our own so many times, even the funny ones, but Yeah, I have a list. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know, oh yeah. And uh I just love the idea of like walking past someone and seeing a shirt that says don't be sorry and it, it feels kinda like liberating. I mean, obviously don't tell me what yeah. to do, but <laughs> but But like maybe do but maybe do a little bit right (laughs) uh so i really like that idea but i'm you know holly you're gonna be working on those designs and we're kind of hitting the ground running with that too um once we have that ready to go we'll put that link on our website as well if anyone's interested let us know um we're gonna work out the kinks with that and figure out that process but that's definitely in the works I'm really sorry in advance. I really just like black. I only wear. Well, I was thinking tones. black I'm with very, white text. Very boring. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So simple. Um, sorry in advance. We're not getting any colors. Yeah, it, I think Maybe, that possibly, honestly, eventually. yeah, keeping it basic. But is I'm a be beige. Nice. Uh, Shane called me a fucking. What did you call millennial me? A gray. Millennial gray. Oh, I don't get like hurt that much, but that kind of it stung. It's it, this was actually a few months ago. I think, well, but this was still... this was before you painted a bunch of colors in your house, and it was. <laughs> I didn't paint a damn thing. The green My in your kids kitchen room is green. Or the dining room. 
I didn't do it. Oh, that wasn't me. That was before me. So oh, technically, okay. so I'm still just very millennial <laughs> gray. You can't yeah. even take credit I'm for still, that it's one. Still me. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Well, it's so funny because like um, your your house is. I mean, it is millennial gray. You obviously a lot of things have changed since we last spoke about that because like you have all your plants and your like awesome decorations and you're putting more color in your house. But it's so funny because we would FaceTime and it would be you with a gray or white background and then it'd be me with <laughs> yeah. all these crazy ass colorful paintings yeah, you have like beautiful i have a mushroom painting paintings. right behind me yeah, yeah it's so so very different but i like that you're you're getting yourself out of your comfort zone especially with that that fear of hanging things on your walls because you didn't have your own space to like you didn't have yeah. control over your own space like that's such an interesting yeah. mental thing to get over but I, I i think i do it out of spite like existing purely out of spite because we didn't have shit growing up like I, I put some like magazine tear outs with that sticky tack stuff like it's the oh, blue yeah, putty. Yeah. I put some of those on my walls when I was younger and then the older I get and the less we moved around I was like shit can I actually do this now and I remember when I got my own apartment shit was all over the walls there were fucking plants everywhere there were paintings I would go to any goodwill any thrift store and I would just get whatever I thought was cool and put them on the walls granted when we moved, that proved to be very difficult <laughs> to, to pack. Um, and of course, I got rid of some things or gave some things away. But it's it's very liberating. And I feel like once you really tap into that, you're going to have such a good time. Well, like, I think for me, too, right now is that I've struggled so hard with, like, doing things or completing projects and stuff like that. So now... Like, I've changed my day-to-day just a little bit. And I also, like, I did just put my notice into my job. So I yes. am going to have a lot more time to, um, you know, just kind of think about things and plan things out. And it is hard because, you know, like, homeschooling stuff has been great. And I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. But it changes I your whole schedule. doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but you know what's funny is I actually, okay, so I take Adderall for my ADHD, right? But... I definitely get like lulls where it's like not fucking working and I'm like okay I need to figure something out because I get all the I get the low motivation one I don't have like the whoa check out my ear I'm gonna fucking check around you have like the inattentive type yeah same yeah I have 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 the I have the the combined okay Mm -hmm. I just I think I just I don't even know what I have I just know that I have it and it's (laughs) fucking cute so (laughs) um I started taking this thing called rhodiola, mm. um, and it's like in a little tincture, and oh, I just yeah. got it off Amazon. Yeah, I just got it off Amazon um, because I heard that it was really good for like keeping energy up and everything like that, and it has honestly changed my fucking life. Whoa. I used to be one of those people like, I mean, I still do some days when I, if I, t- if I have a little bit too much caffeine, then I'll just go crazy because yeah. I like that rush. Like, because I am probably a meth head somewhere in here, you know. <laughs> Deep inside like I have your soul. The, the, yeah, the meth gene. I got a little bit. So as soon as I get that little scoop of pre-workout that's a little too much, I you're, just you're do going. more. I can't stop. Yeah. So I got this rhodiola to try to balance out my caffeine intake because with the Adderall and the caffeine, it's just too much. But I was going to um, ask you, with that, obviously, like, having pre-workout or you know having a history with Adderall and like needing it for ADHD and caffeine and all this stuff is like what what if you noticed uh what differences have you noticed with the rhodiola and how that affects you in comparison to all those things 
So it's funny. I've been kind of playing with it a little bit. Like I'll not take my Adderall for a few days to kind of give myself a break. And then I'll take my rhodiola. And I feel the same. Like I honestly feel a little bit more energized. But when I take them together, it's almost like a little bit too much. I was going to say, yeah. both of them, like obviously they're both very, you know, energizing or whatever. But it's like a weird thing that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting like this little weird tincture to like do make that. me feel I feel clear and I feel like I can like clearly put my ideas down oh wow you know and that clarity with the Adderall too. and yeah, the rhodiola that, but I do get the Adderall levels a lot lately for some reason like I well, need to I think keep if taking there's a, a tolerance thing yeah exactly there's a tolerance thing and, and I feel like that it's so interesting especially when you have ADHD and again we're we're only speaking from our personal experiences we we can't speak for every single person that has ADHD but we were late diagnosed as adults and um, it's so interesting because I remember when I first started taking Adderall, I did the extended release. I don't take it anymore um, just because I haven't necessarily vibed with it much. But when I was taking it, I remember that hit of clarity of like, whoa, things are quiet and there's space for my thoughts and it's not all over the fucking place. It's not like trying to climb like walk through a jungle and you don't have any kind of machete to clear all the debris out you're just like tangled up in all this shit and that clarity is so interesting too because it's it's like you can't ignore the fact that things are quiet for the first time and it's super overwhelming and I can I can only imagine because I've only had that with my Adderall prescription but I can only imagine like getting that from and you said this is like a natural herb yeah, it's just like a little, like, uh, you know, a I tincture, guess it's a, a, like an extraction. A vitamin. I don't know. I didn't research it much. <laughs> I just got it because somebody told me to on, like, I don't know. Um, I mean, I researched it a little bit, obviously, but <laughs> I just, it's vitamins. I just wanted to give it a go. Like yeah. A mineral. I don't, yeah. It's in a rock. I don't know. Man. Did it, did it it's take you there. a while to, like, build up the, not, the, I guess not the tolerance, but like for it to no, work? No, it did. Yeah, so I'd say it was probably like two weeks. That's when I started noticing the difference. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and it was quick, but I can tell when I don't take it. That's the thing is that I can tell when I don't take it in the morning because I feel like I would be so exhausted right now if I didn't take it. Oh, wow. Like So, like, the, so yeah. you have to really be consistent with it for it to be effective? Yeah. Okay. But that's the thing is that even if you miss a day, um, the next day you'll feel it. But like – if I don't take it, I just, I know, my body knows mm-hmm. that I have not taken it. So I just wanted to say I highly recommend that. It's been helping a lot um, with my, like, because I do have a little bit more free time because I am just home. So I just need to, like, I'm trying to figure out the best way to manage all that and make sure that Landon has his stuff. I have my stuff. Yeah. And also... So I don't have to be millennial gray anymore. I have to manage that. Maybe the rhodiola will help. Maybe. And I mean, anyone who's listening, like I said in our little disclaimers, like we're not professionals in anything. If if you are interested in this, definitely do your research. And if you're concerned, ask your doctor if you have one. Um, but I mean, you know, I feel like I'm definitely on that road, too, of finding more holistic alternatives. But it's really difficult. Like when you have like a raging mental difference obviously 
again, I can only speak from my own experience, but Adderall has been the only thing that's really helped me. Um, I, I, other than therapy, of course, but it's, it's definitely a lot about like stress and anxiety management for sure. And I feel like going towards that holistic route is going to be a lot more beneficial for my body personally. And that's really cool that you found that too, and that it's working. How long have you been taking it? I've been taking it for probably about two months or so. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I'm just excited for my free time. Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, dude, know, I bet. I'm, I'm going to get my, I'm going to start a pyramid scheme business. Oh, and yeah. And I'm going to start selling um, fidget spinners and dirt bikes. Um, I'll link my uh, email and my website in the show notes. Shut the um, fuck up. It's thebigfidgetguy.com. <laughs> and I can't wait. I've been I've been doing so much research on my new pyramid scheme. Holly so. wants to be join my LLMLM. MLM man, dude, Holly, you I love that you want to be a millionaire so fucking bad. And you know what? Who doesn't? But I just love that you're like I'm gonna figure it out. You're always scheming. And if anyone who watches, always, I'm always scheming. Always scheming. I feel like if <laughs> anyone who <laughs> anyone who watches uh, Always Sunny, they're all they're you know they always have ideas about how to get rich or how to how to skate by but you have like really creative ideas when it comes to stuff like that and I wait love it. hold on who do you think I would be you I think yeah. that you would probably be that's a difficult one because I don't want you s- have a combination of all of them you know what I mean yeah I feel like I'm I'm Charlie and Mac mixed together okay yeah because I was and gonna I f- but you also have the like of Dennis, like the snap, let's get it together. Which you know is scary because I mean? Dennis is a sociopath. No, but-, but not like that. I just mean like you have the mind frame to be like, what the actual fuck are you guys talking about? This is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have a little bit of that. I feel but like not you, a psycho. Uh-uh. Well, uh, hopefully that's not the trait that I get from him. But no. <laughs> I feel like you, yeah, you are definitely a good combo of all of them. I was going to say like Mac and D, but without the crazy um, because they always seem to team up and have like yeah really crazy ideas, uh, but God yeah I I'm excited Why are you for you me because I'm a tall and look like a bird. Well, thanks. No. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Love uh, you. Yeah, I'm excited for you. You're gonna uh, be a millionaire. Oh, and speaking of bird, wait. What, what were you for Halloween? What? What were you for Halloween? Oh, I had these. Oh, that's right, dude. Halloween. Oh, you weren't a bird. No, I wasn't a bird. Sorry. I, d- I, I had little why. um like silicone uh, horns on my head and I had spirit gum and glued them to my head. And I did oh, like yeah. some makeup and it, it was cr- super creepy, but it was super simple. The other funny thing is like I work with a lot of religious people. So I was like, um, I just don't. I, I got to work and I was like, let's see how this goes. Thankfully, no one really said anything because um, I, f- I, you know, I f- hope that people are a little bit more mature to not have that conversation but it is what it is a costume is a costume at least I didn't have my like ass out or something I don't know uh only because I was in an office and I would have gotten fired anyone who had their ass out for Halloween hell yeah get it I just want to say can you imagine sticking to fucking office chairs with your ass out in a Halloween costume that sounds fucking terrible it well mostly because those office chairs are extremely uncomfortable too (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I saw such good Halloween costumes this year. I don't know what it was, but people were popping off. And but I have a favorite. I'll tell you. You do tell me later. Um, okay. Do you remember that? <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. Do you remember that commercial when we were younger about like marijuana? Oh uh, yeah, like, the floppy lady. Katie. Yeah. Okay. Somebody dressed up as that. How? They made a big cardboard 
ca- like couch, couch seat. And then they put clothes to make it look like, and then they had their head out of the hole. It was the funniest thing ever. Oh. That was probably my, that was a chef kiss Halloween costume. Oh this my year. God. I saw. Also, there was this really cute kid that dressed up as Garfield, like a huge cute. Garfield and couldn't, like he couldn't hold his bag. <laughs> it was really funny. He was going back and forth. That's adorable. I, you know, that's, really that's, that's another thing too, is like all the costumes that I've seen people put their kids in and it's just, I don't know what it is, man. There's my favorite one that I saw. It was a mom kid combo. Cause this mom had a baby. She had a baby recently and the baby was maybe like seven or eight months old. And she went as Dr. Evil with Minnie me strapped to her, her chest. And they like, that obviously the cutest <laughs> thing ever. And obviously the baby's bald, you know, not much hair. And she put a bald cap on and she was dancing and, and doing the, um, Oh God, I forgot the dance that he, the song that he dances to in the second one, but that was a really Is good. Is that the Hard Not Live song? I think it was that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they were doing the little dance and that was probably my favorite parent child combo. Um, damn, I'm about to fucking have a baby soon so I can have that next Halloween. <laughs> just for that reason. Yeah. I told yeah, Patty, just for that. I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is odd, but we got to time some shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh i saw a pregnant woman who had painted her belly like the have you seen um oh my gosh have you seen stranger things at all no well there's a there's like a demonic ish um it's like an underworld character called the demogorgon and it like it, its face like opens like a flower with a bunch of teeth in it kind of and oh yeah i've seen those yeah, like, yeah. and she put like what would be the petal mouth around her belly and then put a bunch of teeth on her belly and made it like the that's so scary and it was that's scary cool. it looked really accurate and it was freaking weird that's so cool but she just walked around and she was dressed in all black with a demogorgon mouth as her belly i loved that one um but yeah tons I of really... them really good i i didn't have i didn't really have much inspiration because i spent all day halloween in an office and then went home and immediately took all the makeup off i had and we sat and we watched the nun which was a wild disappointment and it's fine we both fell asleep we were like you want to go to bed it's like 9 30 on fucking halloween and <laughs> we felt really old like, yeah <laughs> yeah but last year was we sad and landon were sorry go ahead why was sad well last year was sad because it was our first halloween here in colorado and um we like we went to thrift stores we got a bunch of costumes i had like this yellow plaid dress and was a clown and had like crazy hair and makeup and patty was the og old school mad hatter and he got like the pea coat and the crazy colored shirt and the fun pants and the hat and we like he like spray painted the hat and did all this stuff and i got him ready and uh I just, we were taking pictures and stuff and he got a big old bowl of candy. He put lights out on the porch. We had pumpkins. Like it was a whole thing and not a single kid showed up. No one came into our neighborhood and he was looking outside of the sliding glass door of on our balcony and he had the doors open and lights coming on and on in the inside of the apartment and he was like how many people do you how many kids do you think are going to show up? What kind of costumes do you think that they're going to have? I'm so excited and Aww. no one came. It was sad. So he didn't even try this year. He was so disappointed. That's how our house is because we live like, so if you go literally right up the street a minute, it's a hill. So I live on the bottom of a hill and at the top of the hill is all the fucking the big ass, loaded ass ass motherfuckers, dude. And they close the whole neighborhood off. They play fucking crazy ass music. All the houses are crazy decorated. So that's where everyone 
goes trick-or-treating. And Those are full-size candy bar houses for sure. Yeah, exactly. But nobody comes to me because I'm down the hill. Oh. So it w- it's really sad um, because, you know, but me and Stephen were thinking about making us the cool house next year. I think that's... Like making the cool house down the hill. That's like, what I'm talking about. Like nobody does that because we all already know that nobody's going to come. But... I'm thinking we might a little switch it up next year. And get all the decorations outside and get it all spooky. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That is the goal. Like, Patty and I were talking about this. And, you know, owning a house is so far out of our scope. That's definitely the goal. I feel like it's a goal for pretty much everybody. But owning a house is something that we want to do. And every time I look at houses on Zillow, just for funsies, because I like to torture myself, every time I look at houses on Zillow, I think about where the Christmas tree would go where the Halloween decorations would go, how we would like spruce up the yard, how we would make it spooky, you know, what it would look like if it was covered in snow with Christmas, like that, that is the ultimate goal. And I think that, you know, our brains are shifting more towards a family oriented life. Like, obviously it's, it's a lot newer to me now, but when I look at those houses, I'm like, what would it be like if the kids came up for trick-or-treating? Like, would we sit on the porch? Like, would we act like we're dead and then scare them? Like, what is, you know, having <laughs> having a house to do that is, like, the biggest goal for me. And I'm like, and he is such a Christmas freak. Like, his he has told me so many stories about Christmas and the holidays because his family is massive. And they all celebrate holidays on the top, top, top tier. Like, they go all out. Um, and I never had that growing up. So it's so interesting to see his experiences and tell me stories. But... He was like, man, my dad, he, Patty would tell me about his dad who had every Christmas decoration you could possibly think of. And he would be out on the roof every other day changing a light bulb on some random string. And Patty would be there like holding the light bulb for him. It was so cute. That's so sweet. It was so cute. And I was like, you know, I are want those. Are you a, hmm? I was say, are you going to decorate? Hold on. Are you a November 1st decorator or a December 1st decorator? So. Because I'm already decorated, bitch, for Christmas. Yeah. It's time. It, Halloween's over. Love you, Halloween. But it's time. I already put my shit up. So we actually, Patty and I were just talking about this. Um, I'm not opposed to decorating early. I actually, I think I just saw like a, a post or an article. It was a study that was done that said people who decorate for Christmas early are statistically happier people, which I love. And I, that's funny to me, (laughs) (laughs) but I love it. I mean, I'm doing happy. I'm pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think the thing too, for us is that there's a weird shift in the holiday. Halloween, obviously this year wasn't really momentous for us. Like we don't really have, we have a a friend, a couple friend here that has two kids, but they had their own plans and we were working and it was like this whole thing. But we were like, when do you want to decorate? And I said, I think that it would be nice that we get our tree a couple days before Thanksgiving and then Thanksgiving night, decorate it together. So then right after Thanksgiving, we have that whole month of Christmas. And I think that's going to be like... That's really... That's a good idea. Yeah. And I think that that's going to be our like tradition is that we decorate for Christmas the night of Thanksgiving if we're not like asleep at 6 p.m. because we're fat and happy. So... That is kind of the goal, but now that I don't have, oh, here's another thing. Is like I sold my truck, my truck yesterday. Um, it's gone, it's gone for good, and yeah. Patty was like, 
Oh shit! I didn't. Did even... you ever name it? No, I, I never did. You know what? That maybe that's a sign. I think maybe it that's might a sign be that it wasn't gonna be yours for a minute. Yeah, I think it might be. Honestly, I named my Jeep Bub or Bubba. Yeah, and I love that fucker. But anyway, I've never named a car. But anyway, sorry. Go but on. you know what I mean. It's the it, yeah. it, it it didn't give the vibe, but yeah it it was a super weird day on friday got rid of the truck and then i remember i got home and we were talking about christmas and i was like oh shit he's like what i said how how are we gonna get a christmas tree here because his car is a tiny little yaris and he was like well we're gonna have to strap that fucker to the top of my car and drive it 20 miles per hour all the way home (laughs) you're gonna hold it yeah (laughs) exactly out the window i'm gonna hold it yep (laughs) But that's going to be a very interesting sight. And uh, I don't know. He's super jazzed about it. And I said, well, what if we get a fake tree? Because then we can assemble it. And the dirtiest look. I got the dirtiest look from that. I will, I'm giving you a dirty look now. You don't get a fucking fake tree. Okay, what but here's the, the thing is I grew up with fake no! trees. Listen, no argument. Listen. Oh, I get it. Okay. I grew up with fake trees because we could not afford shit. Like we had a fake. It was like a two foot tall um charlie brown fake christmas tree that we had for years tiny and it was it you know it sufficed it wasn't like i don't remember if we ever got a real christmas tree. i think we got a real christmas tree like maybe two times maybe two maybe three i don't know but the fake christmas trees were always there and it was super simple and easy and affordable and like i look at it that way but patty again his whole family celebrated holidays they are purists to the in the truest form yeah and again i said fake christmas tree and he about broke his neck turning and looking at me like how dare you say those words in this home how dare you <laughs> so, so. well it's funny because Mima always had like growing up because i live with Mima mostly she's always had a fake christmas tree always really so when we moved to yeah when we moved to oregon i don't think we had one in california but when we moved to oregon i mean this is the tree land so when i got my first like christmas tree wasn't it oh like, my god it was like a religious house, experience i will never go back i just you smell it it smells good all the time yep. it smells like happy town and it gives you that very warm nostalgic feeling that you don't get anymore exactly and there's little things that you have to do to get that back and getting a fucking real christmas tree is one of those things yep i'm interested to see you know there are there are a lots and stuff in uh colorado the last one that we had was like a hundred dollar christmas tree and it was so fucking expensive and i just looked at him i'm like dude this doesn't even feel worth it at this point obviously it was a good choice because it you know we kept that fucker up for so long but um it was a little far away so i'm like i'm interested to see how this is gonna go i don't know if we're gonna get pulled over they have like girl scout stuff you know girl scout and boy scout stuff i mean boys the boy scouts of america christmas tree lots are very popular in oregon i'm not quite sure about this place because these the christmas tree lots here from my understanding again i haven't been here that long so i could be completely wrong but my understanding is the lots that are there the one that we went to was a family-owned business and they had been around for like 30 years and they have a shitload of options like tons of options there was a tree there that was 13 feet tall and i feel like i felt like a tiny little miniature human standing in front of it but they had been around for a long time and then there's another option here where um i don't know where specifically they are there's different sections in colorado but you can buy a ticket a tag online to go and cut your own tree down and then they give you maps of the areas like the perimeters of which you can cut your tree in obviously if you go outside those perimeters you can get tag you can get fined and um 
you can get a ticket for it. But a lot of people go and cut down their own trees. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. And I feel like we would do that if we still had the truck because then we could just keep it in the back and drive. Yeah. But because we have his little car, I think we have to find something closer. But I don't know. It's going to be an interesting experience. He's got all the decorations. Well, let me tell and, you. Yeah. When I start gaslighting people into buying fucking fidget spinners and dirt bikes, I'm going to get that 13 foot tall tree because it's going to fit in my house. Hell yeah, Me dude. and my scheming, it will pay off. I will get that 13 foot You're like, I'm only tree. doing this to get a big ass Christmas tree. That's all I care about. Yeah, God, I love the holidays. I feel like it it heals a little bit in me. And, you know, being someone who had – I have a very weird relationship with holidays and birthdays and everything because every gift I was ever given from my mom was immediately followed up with, I'm sorry I couldn't get you something better. I'm sorry I couldn't get you something more. I'm sorry I didn't have enough money. And it just – every gift I ever got was just shrouded in guilt as like very young age. So – I never really liked them. I still am uncomfortable about birthdays. I generally just like to go somewhere and hang out with people. Um, but Patty has definitely been chipping away at that little ice cube for yeah, a long time. Exactly. Like, he's all about surprises and he wants to get presents and he wants to get cards. And he's he's like, no, it's it's your birthday. It's the day you were born. I love you. And he's so aggressive about it. And it's sweet. But he's definitely um, he's made the holidays a lot more enjoyable and him and his family all together. Yeah. It's been, it's been a, it's been a good shift for sure, but it's very new to me. So I'm still trying to get used to it. I'm always the one that does things for other people's birthdays. Yeah. You know, and nobody, and this is totally fine, but nobody has ever like done anything for my birthday. You know, like it's always like a me planning my birthday yeah and I just you know I mean I'm I have so many responsibilities all the time I am constantly responsible all the time and it would be very very nice to feel once in my life Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to just sit or plan something you know or even when I was younger you know like it was always just like sit or like what do you want to do and then nothing gets done because I can't decide because I mean, I have, that's my flaw. I'm super indecisive. But if somebody would just plan something for me and not ask me what I want, that would be very nice. Yeah. And even, you know, like, or just anything. You know what I mean? And hopefully that person. I've never had anything like that. And hopefully that person knows you enough to not get balloons. Exactly. Dude, fuck balloons. Fuck (laughs) them. They keep, for some reason I was on t- uh, balloon TikTok. I don't know why what? because I didn't like a. Yeah, there were three videos, and that's balloon TikTok to me. That's too many fucking TikToks about balloons on my for you page. Whoa! Um, Do it's you just think like, it found you, you because even you know they it, TikTok maybe I knows. was talking about it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe I was talking about it. But anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be. I think. I think for me, I just I need to stop being. Um, Maybe if I let go of control a little bit, maybe a then little somebody bit. will plan like a little birthday for me. Maybe a little bit. And I think that I think that that definitely will come. I mean, you know, a lot But I of- always cry on my birthday. I think that you probably do that too. I get so sad like the whole week of my birthday and I or like the week before. It's like and it's not even that I'm mourning age. I don't know what it is. I haven't I haven't cried around my birthday in a, in a couple years, but I've also it 
it's it got to the point, and again, this is pre-patty, but it got to the point where I was just like... Oh, pre-patty, pee-pee. Pee-pee. <laughs> Little pee-pee man. Um, it got to the point where it wasn't even a crying matter. It was just like none of it felt important. Like any emotion that I would have, I was like, it's not even important. Like I have always felt way older than my age. Hashtag trauma. We love her. Um, so I never really wanted to celebrate the birthdays anyway that along with like the present guilt and all that shit and just not having really many people when I got older you know some friends were like hey let's get together and we would have get togethers but it felt like I did a lot of the planning too um but in the last couple years I mean I think the year before I met Patty um my other friend she like got a bunch of shit together and I was a huge recluse this was like right when COVID was really COVIDing and I was very depressed and all this shit was going on and um, I lost my job and you know sick and the world was fucking falling apart and I was like I don't there's no reason to celebrate I just don't I don't I never really liked it and I don't really care and she came over with a cake and we ate sushi and we watched Simple Life and it was like one of the nicest birthdays that I had because it had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with like a show of affection it had nothing to do with gifts or an exchange it was all about spending quality time and I realized that's that's the kind of stuff that I like granted when you have to plan it yourself it is a little weird but I think if people if you realize if okay if your friends really know you and they know that the quality time is the important thing that's gonna be the main theme you know I would much rather well like, and that's what I meant I didn't yeah. mean like I want somebody to throw me a birthday bash because no, no, I only no. and have I know like exactly two what you people mean. I want to hang out with you know <laughs> yeah. I just that that exactly that quality yeah um like someone really time about or it. somebody yeah exactly and I don't want anything yeah you know just come over and let's play chess like that's just you plan to come over and play chess with yeah. me and buy me a cake maybe maybe honestly thank you love you exactly (laughs) but I mean you know that's what I'm doing for for um Patty's birthday and like last year I didn't I didn't buy the ticket or anything but um his best friend called me and we were talking and he's like I'm planning on coming to Colorado to surprise him and we kept it a secret for months and he bought a ticket and he showed up I picked him up from the airport Patty had absolutely no fucking idea and I remember I still have that video of Patty coming up the stairs and he got like booze and some groceries and um, his friend was waiting on the the living room stairs and he sets his stuff down and I was like hey I have a surprise for you and he comes into the living room and he's like, is it this pen? And I was like, shut up. And then he turned around and he <laughs> saw his friend and went, <gasps> and like was so shocked and he started to cry. And I feel like that, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And like this year, we're going back to Portland. We're going to see all of our friends. And um, on his birthday, I've arranged every single person that we love and like talk to actively to come and hang out with us and have cake. And I think that that simple, simple act, he is you know, he's very excited because it's meaningful. It's not about what he's getting. It's about the time that he's getting with his friends and his family. And I feel the exact same way. And I think the older I get, I put more importance on that. But it is really nice when someone else does it for you because having to plan your own celebration feels super weird and kind of sad. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I've never done it. You know, I plan Lena's birthday and that's all I, you know. Well, don't worry. It'll change. 
I know. I know. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm good. I feel I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> um, for this Thanksgiving, this is, I'm going to get sad for a second, but um, my peepa, he is, he's on his way out and it's weird. Uh, I've never, I mean, I've dealt with a little bit of death, but not mm-hmm. like this close, the, you know? Yeah. Um, so everybody... Uh, decided that we're all going back for Thanksgiving this year because everybody thinks that something's going to happen. They're just kind of anticipating that. They're convinced that he's not going to remember anybody next year, which is just like such a weird... That's one of those things you'll never process. I can't process that because I don't don't understand him not understanding who I am, you know? It's hard to wrap your brain around. Because we have such a close relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you so said, we're all going there. You said, is it is it Alzheimer's or dementia or? I think it's Alzheimer's. Okay. Mima said that he won't like take a shower anymore. He's just Shit. like, he does not. No. Yeah. He's like self-care out the window. He can't remember things. He's getting like super angry at her because he forgets stuff. And, you know, he just. So uh, it's a big one. And yeah. I'm I'm actually like getting really it's fucking me up, you know? I mean, because they raised me, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, yeah, but I'm excited for this Thanksgiving. And I'm I'm very – this is going to be the first time our family's all together. And I don't know if it's going to be – I mean, it's going to be good, but I swear to God. Well, and also I feel like I've, I've had some situations, um, not necessarily with family because my family's pretty small, but – I've had situations where someone is passing and all these people who have, you know, different lives and different um, experiences come together to be there for this person. And I think that... For the first time in years, I'm talking like 10 years since we've all been together. I honestly think, though, that everybody coming there for this specific reason might nullify any stressors or any disagreements because you're not you're not going there to hash it out you're not going there to resolve or you know devolve in any way I think there is oh, a yeah. there is obviously a possibility that that can happen and people can blow up but there is a, a a likelihood of it also just being purely about spending time with people and that because he's he in that situation yeah. he him being around his family is the most important thing so hopefully that's kind of the theme that carries through your whole experience. and Oh, no, it totally yeah. will. It's just, you know, they, we got some silly gooses in the family. Yeah, that I mean, you got to have them. You know, got to exactly. have them. Um, but now I'm excited. I have this really cute picture of him and Landon. So Peepaw eats jars of peanut butter. He goes through probably a jar of peanut butter a week, two weeks. Not even kidding. Wow. He is a peanut butter queen. So is Landon now and so am i hmm. like i go through jars of peanut butter i we i, I know that you have your own opinions about peanut butter well, and i'm so I sorry i told you i told but, you you know but you're trying after yeah. after my surgery my taste buds change and i eat peanut butter now and it's mind-boggling but i get it's it it's so good like now i actually yeah. get it i have the cutest fucking picture of landon when he was like one or two sitting on the counter at me mom Peepa's house and him and Peepa are cheersing spoons together and just smiling with their peanut butter spoons. It is. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. It's the cutest. It's so cute. That's adorable. I love, I love happy times. Um, On the note of Landon, have you spoken to him about what's happening with Peepa just to kind of like prepare him for that? Because it might be a little jarring. 
Well, so the last time we went in town, he was okay. Like, he's good, you know? Yeah. He's good. Um, I think that I don't exactly know at the rate that it's going. Because oh, okay. people are not really, like... He just, this is like a, a week or two ago where he, Mima was like, he's not showering anymore. Like, okay. he doesn't want to. So, I don't know what the rate of it is going. Obviously, Landon has a very, he's very, he's so smart. He's always had questions about, like, life and death mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, he's aware, he's very aware that, like, people live and they die, you know? Um, Understanding so that, I, that that's the yeah, process. Yeah, I think I think that obviously he'll be super fucking sad. Yeah. But he understands. He just understands concepts like a adult, but not really because he's not an adult. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He gets it. Yeah. And, you know, we've gone over kids and in, in the, the process of death. And it's so it's so interesting. I remember it. Uh, the thing that's interesting is that kids always surprise you. Um, I obviously don't have a child of my own, but being a child and being around other children as an adult. It's so interesting how often kids will surprise you in their behavior and the way that they react to certain things. But I remember, you know, the first the first big death that I was ever around. Um, this person who was like a, a pseudo mom to my mom, her name was Judy, and she was a belligerent alcoholic. She would drink a bottle of brandy every day. And, um, at, towards the end of her life, she was on hospice and her, my mom and I lived in a, a camper in the backyard of this man's house. His name is Sam. And that camper was falling apart. Probably one of the worst times of my whole childhood. I was maybe like 10 or 11. Um, but Sam had a roommate named Janice and Janice was my mom's pseudo mom, Judy's sister. So everyone was there. Janice, Sam, and my mom and I lived at this house. And at the end of Judy's life, she was on hospice care and they transferred her to the house that we were staying at in the backyard of. And she was, I don't even understand how they even let this happen because Sam was a hoarder and there were fleas all over the house because Judy's dog was flea infested and uh, hospice transferred her there. And she was sleeping on the couch in this hoarding hoarder house. And there were like, pea-covered newspaper stacks everywhere and mold and spiders and fleas and it was just fucking nasty it was very very traumatizing part of my life but while she was on this couch it was like her last day and everybody knew it except for me and I was just like no she's gonna get better I was again like 10 or 11 years old and I was sitting on the floor the nasty ass floor And she was laying on the couch and I was holding her hands and she was talking to me and I could barely hear her. So I got really close. And then she did the death rattle, which now I know what it is. But she was like, like, the I don't know what that is. So death rattle is like the body expelling the oxygen in the lungs. And it's it's really like crackly and fluid filled. And it's I can't even recreate it. Um, I'd probably just don't. Yeah, I probably just look it up uh, if you're curious about it and like what causes that. But. It's this very crackly exhale, guttural kind of weird sound. Um, and she passed and I was holding her hand and I was the only one in the room and I was holding her hand and, and it kind of, you know, when people pass, obviously they go limp. Um, I didn't know that when people pass, they move their bowels because they don't have, you know, control over it anymore. 
and super young. I had no idea what was going on. I knew that she had died and everybody else was in the backyard like smoking and talking. And I had to like get up from that situation and I like stepped back and I looked at her and she was dying from liver failure because she was an alcoholic, but her whole body was jaundiced. So it was, everything was yellow. Her eyes were open and they were yellow. It was just like a very... That is something you cannot... No. I mean, that's the reason That's the reason I went into therapy ever for the first time. But I remember that whole process was like everybody... Excuse me. I have to readjust. Um, Everybody came to visit her and all these people. And I'm talking like her and Janice, Janice is her sister, her and Janice's family was so dysfunctional. Um, you know, all the kids, they never really spoke to each other anymore. Everyone was like fighting all the time. There's a lot of addiction and alcoholism, just a lot of, a lot of people who just had a lot of anger. There was a lot of abuse. Like it was just anger, anger, anger. And all of these people came into this house and everyone treated each other like they were best friends. And it was so odd to me because I knew all these people and I knew, I knew that they were all mean and hated each other. And everyone came into that room. They said hi to Judy, who was either their aunt, their mom, their sister, or their cousin, and acted like everyone was best friends. And that was like the first concept of, oh, this has nothing to do with what anyone else is experiencing. This is someone's life is ending and we're going to appreciate their life and say our goodbyes and give our condolences or whatever and everyone came in there and just acted like a completely different person because it was not about them anymore and it was so strange for my little brain to kind of comprehend I'm like why is everyone acting so different right now and then I realized obviously as I got older that it was honestly a very respectful way of handling that situation but to see a family who pretty much hated each other to come together and be supportive and like I remember I I went outside and I told my mom and Janice and I think Janice's daughter I don't remember her name but I was like uh 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 and I obviously looked terrified my mom said that I was white but they went in found out that she had passed and they came out and uh, obviously everybody was crying but they all started hugging each other and it was so interesting because a couple months later everyone was back to fighting but in that moment of kind of really sinking in to what happened everybody put everything else aside and that was that was something that I I learned to understand as I got older and I've dealt with family members or um, family friends uh, or friends passing is that there's a beauty in that connection not necessarily using someone passing as a reason to reconnect but being in that place of being able to remember and give honor and respect and love to who this person was and how they have been integrated into your life. Like, I think it's such a beautiful moment. Um, And I'm not a religious person, but there is an aspect of spirituality when it comes to stuff like that, that like, you know, going to see people for Thanksgiving, I think honestly is going to be really fun because I think people are going to not worry about their own oh stupid God, I shit. Can't, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait at all. It's going to be so much fucking fun. So much we're fun. We're going to relive like our past. Like we're going to relive. Go through all like, the pictures. In a good way. Yeah. In a good way though, you know. And it's a celebratory way. I'm excited. Way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, I think it's just, it's just a little sad, but that's of okay. Of course. 
the of circle course. of life. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, there's something very beautiful in that. I mean, if you have if you have the opportunity to be in those moments and give time and space yeah, for I'm those moments. Yeah, I'm very grateful that I get to that I am able to do it. I almost didn't go back because, you know, I have a lot going on, but yeah. I am I'm very happy that I decided to go back. Good. I'm happy you're going back. It's going to be very too. important. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And um you know what a great opportunity and I love that you were talking about the peanut butter cheers picture with Landon because he's got he know he's got all those memories too and he gets to have Peepaw and that's fucking rad Peepaw sounds like a very fun he dude. sent Mima he sent Mima this video because Mima like gets she's the fast food queen she loves fucking McDonald's she loves Starbucks she loves she loves Jack in the Box that's one of her favorites really so weird but uh Landon sent her uh, video on my phone um, that was like, hey, Mima, love you so much. Thank you for sending Halloween candy. Can't wait to get Starbucks with you every morning. Can't wait to eat egg bites together. <laughs> love you. Cute. Oh, my so, gosh. I love family. I love, I love, I'm glad that, um, you know, Yeah. I'm glad that there's support around. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the family thing is great, too. I think that that's, you know, a big, big reason why we're moving back is because if we are able to have a family, I would much rather do it around our family and our friends. I just can't. That baby's mine. (laughs) I'm getting that baby every goddamn day. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. It's like I I couldn't, I just couldn't do it here. I can't. Uh, For that reason, you know, I want to be close, as close as I I can uh... be. We can end it on this because this, I might start crying. Um, I saw this quote uh, the other day that was like, your firstborn grows up with you, but your second child you get to actually raise. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, poor Landon. Oh my God. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but like... um that's crazy to yeah. me, you know? Like, it's like, uh, I mean, give and a take. Our parents, God bless them. But uh, me as a mother now, it's just like, oh, my God, this child, you know? Yeah, and I mean, And then, know. like, if I do have another kid, it's just it's just crazy. But anyways, that's just the emotional quote of the night. And I love it, too. And I like being open to that, too, because obviously we're we're – we're all living for the first time. Well, yeah. depending on what you believe in, I'm just saying like this experience, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm living this life for the first time mm-hmm. with what I believe. So anything that but there's happens, some not shit that can't fucking slide with parents that did some stuff. No, no, no. And I, this yeah, is not, yeah. this is not that excuse I'm talking about in my personal experience. If I can become a parent, like I have to remind myself that I'm doing everything first for the first time also. Like everything is new to me. So trying to find that grace and like leeway with whatever hardships may come obviously is going to be difficult, but hopefully our child can understand that if I mess up and I, you know, and I'm not the best of the best that I could be, um, I hope that they know that I'm not doing it intentionally and I would just want nothing but love and joy for my kid and hope that they can understand that I, too, am a human living for the first time and I'm trying to learn everything. So hopefully that's something that I can convey <laughs> because... We got it. We're doing our best. We will do our best. And I think that 
are we're gonna be the best parents in the world i think so too we're breeders we should <laughs> we are the people that need to breed <laughs> oh my god okay well i want to sorry i want to <laughs> segue into um the segment that we were talking about earlier um obviously you know you and i go over a bunch of topics and we talk about a bunch of shit and we want our listeners opinions so all of you guys who are listening with the segment the what the hell segment that we are instilling every episode what we want the purpose uh of this is engagement and interaction with our community communities like we want to understand your stories and hear what you have to say and if you go on our website, don't be sorry, podcast.com, um, you will be able to see some topics in our topic and suggestions page. Um, we have trauma and venting, gossip and tea, therapy tips, funny stories, and random, which is whatever you want to share, and then recipes, because we always love sharing recipes. We always like to cook. So those are always an option. Um, you have an option to either email us, put a blurb in the message box, or send us a PDF, um, and we would happily read that on our podcast, um, talking about last week's, me too, talking about last week's topics or anything that you want us to bring up in general on the next episode. Um, please, 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 if you're going to submit anything, let us know if we can use your name. You can also be completely anonymous. There is no expectation at all. We just want to make sure that your voices are heard, your things are shared. If you don't have a platform or a place to talk about things, we want to be that for you. Um, we're just also super grateful. Like we've had a lot of interaction all over the world and we are very, very appreciative of the people who do participate in even just listening, even if it's just for a moment. We know that trying a new podcast can always be weird and it can't always be for you, but there's a lot of content out there and there are a lot of different places to get your listening. But again, we appreciate it. Um, if you guys have any questions, you can put that in the suggested topics, suggested topics page as well. We also have a feed <laughs> we also have a um, feedback and rating. So if you want to tell us that we're stupid, feel free. We probably wouldn't care too much. Um, but if you want to rate us either poorly or positively, we accept all um, feedback. We appreciate you guys just taking the time out of your day. Again, even if it's griping about us, we just appreciate it. Um, because we understand that we're taking your time and you're listening to us and it's, it, you know, it's an investment. But with all that, there are topics and uh, you can reach us on Instagram at Don't Be Sorry Podcast. You can go to our website at Don't Be Sorry Podcast.com. And in our Instagram bio, we have a link tree that is to our website, our Instagram and our Spotify. On our website, you can listen to us at all different streaming services. We are now on uh, Audible and Amazon Music as well. Um, again, if you have any questions, let us know. Uh, but we really appreciate your guys' time. Yeah, thank you for listening and have a good life. Have a good life. Ricky Almond? It's Ricky Newman. Randy Newman. Ricky Nicky. Ticky Ticky. <laughs>